Disclaimer. Please note that we experienced some audio issues during this podcast recording, and we apologize for any inconvenience. We strive for the best quality, but sometimes technical glitches happen. We hope you enjoy this content. That wanting things to go your way is an egotistical mindset. Remind yourself that. Wanting something, because you got to know everything's not, it's, it's going to play exactly the way it should be played, not the way you want it to be played. Yeah. If you just constantly just scrolling and seeing that you're doing yourself a disservice when in those minutes you scrolling, wishing you had this, wishing you had that, you can be focused on your own journey overcoming your own challenges so you can be the one posting the bad you can be the one posting the success what is going on guys it's your boy bg and welcome to the unknown minds podcast with the unknown mind isn't so known and uh i guess i got i got a good brother here that was here at the way from the beginning. I think when we did the, what, that was probably like our second podcast, bro. We was talking about meditation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was second, third podcast. I don't, I don't even know. It was earlier. 2021. Yeah. It was, damn. And it's crazy. It's only been like, it's literally been like two, three years for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, and now look, we already got a decent setup. I got two iPhones over here yeah, operating at its, at, at its maximum right now. And, um, I don't know how the way I'm going to go about this. Uh, we, I want to really bring up the conversation topic of just about being present because I feel like we live in a fast-paced society. Absolutely. We live in a fast-paced society where it's like literally hard as hell to be present at all times. Yeah. And a lot of times we try to operate off of instant gratification, trying to follow behind other people, not knowing that you're not being present where you're at because you're focused on someone else's presence. Mm-hmm. Everybody got distractions. Everybody got commitments, but... Not too many people, especially if we be honest, people of this skin tone know how to just sit down, relax, collect themselves, quiet their mind. So you give people something like that, I think we could really change some things, bro. I think that's where it all starts first, bro. If you if you're never present, you can never see what God has for you in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that stays true to whatever situation you're in, because when you become present, you see the opportunities and what's going on, and you are comfortable with what's going on. Not saying that. You're, you don't want to change your circumstances, but right. you are all right with what's going on. And then now you're adjusting what, well, first you're overseeing what it is. You observing what it is. Then you adjust into what it is, what's going on. And then you take action and then you overcome. I think that's literally the process of present. Yeah. And so before we really get into it, I know I, I literally just started going off before you actually gave your introduction. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. <laughs> What's good? It's Q Green, Q Dot Green, Quincy Green, Quincy, whatever you want to call me. In here with my boy BG, man. Appreciate you for having me, bro. I've been rocking with him since he first started for real, 2021. So to see the setup, to see the growth, to see the vision. Honestly, ain't you nothing but turn me up, bro. So I appreciate you for having me, man. And I hope you can give people something good. Yeah, man. Because I feel like only is why, like, one of the reasons why I wanted you on this podcast. I feel like I have a lot of people that I've hung around. No, no offense to them. You know what I'm saying? This, this is no like this and not like that to them. But like out of with the conversations we used to have from you still doing your thing, like that motion hasn't even stopped. <laughs> and I, I like no, it's some real shit. Some real shit. That motion hasn't even stopped. Appreciate and because that motion hasn't even stopped, it's because you've always been present. Mm. 
Yeah. And I was like, you know, I was like, man, I really want to talk about presence. And I was like, I was going to run it by myself, but I feel like it's, it's so much better to run it with someone who's who's in that same state of mind of being present or, or just in a consistent learning of being present. And so I like I got my iPhone. I usually don't have my iPhone on me, but I want to become more organized as a podcaster. So I had did some personal research myself to try to elevate myself as a podcaster, become a better host and making sure that, you know, when we talk about these topics, we also giving out valuable information. We also uh, giving relatable information. So we're not just going to be just coming out here, just talking about shit. And because we we did research or whatever, I mean, research is good, but most people going to listen to you if you actually been through the actual personal experience. Life experiences, for sure. And, you know, every day is a life experience. You know, every day you can be learning something new. You know what I'm saying? You become present. You know what you need to learn on, what you need to focus on. Yeah. And so, um, first things first, out of these questions, I got, babe. <laughs> I know you got some heat in there. No, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a lot. I mean, I, I gave you a little bit. Of, we, you know, we, we already had a pre-podcast yesterday. You know what I'm saying? We, a little preview. We a little, a little preview. We, we did a little, you know what I'm saying, a little snippet. I wish I could have just... It's a lot of times, a lot of phone conversations that we had. I was like, damn, I wish I should go ahead and record this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but... Yeah. First things first, what does it mean to be present and why is it, why is it important in our daily lives? So being present, honestly, you can get there differently. Different people will get to a state of presence differently, but at the end of the day, the meaning is the same. When you're present, you're aware of how you feel. You're aware of your emotions. You're aware of your thoughts. You're paying attention to them. So when you're present, it's a lot easier, not even just to deal with problems, but to navigate through life in itself. If you're going throughout the course of your day, but you constantly thinking about the past, you constantly thinking about the future. That's not being present. Being in your state of presence allows allows you to really focus on now, honestly, like the book, the power of now that allows you to really just focus on what's going on in this present moment. You know, I got I had to put this put this book up. Yeah, the power of now, this is something that I uh, I went over myself. Um, I had listened to the audio book of this. I have not read the physical copy. I had a physical copy for God knows how long. I just never got a chance to fully, like, actually read the physical book. But I instead, I went on here and bought the audio book, so I recommend this. You could find this on Apple Podcasts. And shout out to Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. I hope he, I, I, I pronounced his name right, because this is actually an amazing book that <laughs> talks about being present and gives you so many uh, biblical descriptions or what they talk about in the Bible of those who, those of us who are religious, you know what I'm saying? Those of us who, not, you don't have to be religious to be present. That's for one. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you do not have to yeah. be religious to be present. You just got to understand what presence means and how presence affect your day-to-day activities. Because if you're not present, then you're not focusing on what you can do now to become whoever you want to become in the future. Because you got to remind yourself, if you want to be, let's just say, Top ten podcasts in the world, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of my goals. I put on my uh, my uh, goal board upstairs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Being a, becoming a top ten, one of the top ten self development podcasts in the world, right? I don't even need to be top number one. Why not? It, it's like as long as I as long as I impact people, that's that's what matters to me most. As long as when people come on this podcast and they listen to this podcast, they know they're going to get some gems out of it. They're going they know they're going to get some type of my energy. Because energy is everywhere, even if you listen to a phone. Why do you think most people listen to music and they generate the same energy that they listen to the music? Yeah, that energy transfers, for sure. 
I mean, I mean, no one would be cool. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, fuck, I think that would be tough. But yeah, um, this literally, as it says on the title, "The Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment." It's really a great book. Highly and recommend. Highly recommend. <laughs> like this, and then some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about is going to be based on some of the principles in this book. I'm not going to lie. Like after I went through this book a few times, well, after I listened to the whole audio book, there is still a lot of gems that I have to refurbish on and go back through this book. Now, if I want to really be quite honest, um, what I can do is give you just some chapter titles to let you, you know, let people know like what you're probably going to be dealing with. Of course, I want to tell people, you know, go, of course, go read the goddamn book. I, I ain't gonna break this down for you, but. Nah, you're going to read the book. Yeah, let we, yeah, yeah you're going to read the book. I think it's going to be a definitely a very uh, self, very great self, self-development book for people who have anxiety, depression. Helps you to more so not fight it, but more so understand it. Because fighting something is resisting it. And resisting it causes restriction. And restriction causes emotional discomfort. And also, not even just with that book, but just with this whole... Um, if you want to call it spiritual journey in itself, that book specifically is a difficult read the first time. If this is the beginning of you feel me, your personal development, your spiritual growth journey, that is a that is a deep book, and it's going to be a lot of times. I read it for the third time this past week. There's so many times I found myself, yeah. Not three times in one week. I'm like, I'm like, like yo, I'm like, yo, you definitely that boss that for sure. But when you, yeah, when you going into books like that, it's going to be a lot of times you'll read some information. And mind you, this is your brain's first time processing it. So when it's your first time processing something, it might not be, oh, bet I'm present. All of a sudden, I read this great book one time, now I'm present for the rest of my life. Promise you, it's not going to be that way at all. But it's a journey. It's a process. Every day is practice. If you play a sport every day, you get in the gym, you get on the field, you get in the weight room, that's practice. Every day you meditate, you're reading something, you're listening to the right information, that's practice towards presence. So when you read something like that or you start this journey and it's tough to you at first, like you're having a hard time being present, why am I thinking like this? Why am I thinking like that? If you get discouraged, that's only going to prolong the process. You got to understand that all this is new. You 25, 26, you got 26 years built up, built up, built up. If you never meditated before, you've never taken the time to attempt to read something like that, haven't really gotten too connected with God outside of going to church. And it's like, we got all these years of just stuff, trauma, stress to get off of us. So it, it ain't gonna be easy at first. You're gonna be like, man, I meditated and I ain't feel nothing. I read this book, I'm still tripping. Man, like, I still feel shit going on. Like, you feel me? So you just you just gotta be um just gotta be patient and understand this whole process is a journey, bro. And I know yeah. I had I actually cut you off because you was explaining your uh I don't know if you finished your definition of presence, what presence mm. means to you. Yeah. Uh you can continue on that because I think I had I don't know if I did cut you off. If I did, my apologies. No, you could. Uh, so that what we were talking about. What is your definition of presence? I have another question I want to ask that was based off of what you just said because it was a question okay. I was going to ask, and you kind of like already said some of it already. I was like, let me go ahead. We're going to refer to that. But what is your definition of presence to you? Yeah. So um, my definition of presence is, I think I said it a little bit earlier, just being aware of your thoughts, being aware of your actions, and 
honestly, on the deepest level, being aware of your true self and what's really inside, understanding that, okay, God made me. I might be going through these little earthbound problems, these little material, physical problems, but at the end of the day, you're good. And like, that sounds so cliche, oh, just think positive, just that, but if you really stick with that, regardless of whatever type of financial hardship, physical pain, emotional turmoil you've gone through, I promise you, you're going to feel so much better on a day-to-day basis than if you just, oh, why am I going through this? Oh, I don't have the power. You're speaking down to yourself, but if you're claiming God and he made you, What's the problem? What's the problem? You know what you just said, right? You say cliches. The thing about cliches is most cliches are true. And that's the crazy that's, part. That's, that's, that's the crazy part. part. Like we we yeah. downplay cliches, but most cliches the are accurate. Be accurate as hell. And then the thing that we don't take heat because we say, oh, it's just a cliche. We look at it like tell a nigga a basic joke. Yeah. Like a corny pickup line. Heard that. That. You know what I'm saying? I heard, I heard that before. But a lot of those cliches usually are the cliches that you have to take seriously. Not seriously, but... Apply to see what happens. Apply, yeah, right. <laughs> apply to see what happens. Yeah, so, sure. you know, um, and yes, and it was something that you said earlier about being 25, 26. And mm-hmm. we, we live in a day and age that if you don't have it by 25, you ain't shit. Supposedly. 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 So, what are your thoughts about that? How can someone move past this social dilemma of you don't have it at 25, 26, or you're not pushing P? You know what I'm saying? In your early years, <laughs> right? You feel me? How 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 can you tell those individuals to become more present? Because it's like it, yeah. it's hard to live in a fast paced world where you know you see all these people elevate because we in a day and age where information is so accessible, people becoming millionaires and billionaires just like that. Yeah. And so you look at these people, and social media has become a very you could say it demonizes presence. Mm. Social media demonizes presence because you focus on other people's accolades and their 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 things that they have accomplished, but because social media makes everything look black and white, mm. it's a lot of gray in between that. Yeah, you know what is. I'm saying. It is. You might see some one day a person might pop up and say, "Yo, I done made this amount of money and had this amount of let's just say real estate properties or my stocks." has made me a millionaire or I've done a lot of options trading and done made millions of dollars off this and when they first post on social media it may look like they just got it in one day if they disappeared for a long period of time that's not the case those people have actively worked without you knowing delayed gratification that's what we need to talk about like delayed gratification so Back to because I think I asked the question, but I want to know. I want to know your thoughts on, on on like yeah, just for people our age and our age yeah. that feel like they're not doing enough, or that's another question I'm asked. But <laughs> now, now I got questions rolling and stuff like that. But yeah, what do you got to say for like 25, 26, 20 year olds? What what is your advice for twenty year olds to be present? Not even twenty because you can you you can be present. You can have to, you have to work on presence even if you're in your thirties, forties, and fifties. Even sure. 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah. Presence is something that's always on one word. Yeah, you can't put an age on it. Yeah, you can't put a you can't put an age on. So what do you say about at least our generation of people yeah. who isn't present, who always focus on other people's mm-hmm. accolades and their abilities for them those people that succeed? How do you feel about those people? Damn it. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I know this song, that's how I'm running yeah. this. 
I'm trying to think and process it. I'm trying to let it flow out, but I'm also trying to make it make sense no, to the people who... Let's refurbish this question real quick. <laughs> let's refurbish. Let's refurbish. All right, let's refurbish. What do you, what advice do you have for 25, 26-year-olds who's in a society of a fast-paced society and working to be present? I think above all... And this specifically to social media for one second. Above all, if social media isn't paying you, if social media is not how you fund yourself, how you fund your life, you have to minimize the time. If you get paid for social media, that's great. You should still minimize it anyway. But especially if you're scrolling for free, if you're posting stuff for free right now, you don't got no business to be scrolling on there all day. I'm not saying don't use it. But you have to minimize it because, like you said, on social media, you see so much. You see dudes in the league. Jason Tatum, what, 24, 25 million? Jalen Brown graduated. 380 million, bro. Millions. Oh, bad. You seeing that? You doing whatever you doing. It's like, dang, I want that life. You see everything you see on Instagram. Y'all see it. You want it every day. You know the people see it. So it's just like, okay. That can be what you want, and you can use that even as motivation. If you're really real, you can screenshot it, go to Walgreens and put it on your vision board, for real. If you really want to get like that and use it as motivation that way, but if you're just constantly just scrolling and seeing it, you're doing yourself a disservice when in those minutes you're scrolling, wishing you had this, wishing you had that, you can be focused on your own journey, overcoming your own challenges, so you can be the one posting the bad. You can be the one posting the success, but like too often we get down on, oh, this name go my way. I didn't get the call. I didn't get the contract. I didn't get the job. Whatever it is, and you go on Instagram, you see other people winning. Now you feel even further down. And at that point, you're stuck in the past. Now you're not even being present. You're reflecting on, oh, why they got this? Why I don't got that? I'm better than them. I feel like I should be this. I feel like I should be that. And it's just like a constant cycle. You just keep bringing yourself further down, further down, further down, further down. That shit turns to rabbit hole, bro. And that's exactly what it is. And so many people haven't been taught the tools necessary to get out of that rabbit hole. So the tools really to answer the question, aside from aside from minimizing social media, tools I've used specifically over the past few years, meditation, journaling, reading, and we'll call it... Um, Reprogramming, we'll call it reprogramming your mind, being conscious of what you're listening to, whether that's music, uh, audio books, seminars, lectures, uh, podcasts, doing all of those things. Or people the, you listen to. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. That's, that's a good like, 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 that's like, a good like your surroundings, who yeah. you're surrounded by, because that's a great majority point. of your mind is going to be, going to be molded by who you're surrounding yourself by your with. environment. That's a fact. Right. So that's a fact, bro. Now continue. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I think personally, I put meditation at the top of the list. Like if you if you're not feeling it at all, if you don't want to work out, you don't want to read, you don't want to listen to nothing, you don't want to talk to nobody, you don't do nothing else. You should meditate like at least five minutes. For myself, the benefits the list is very long. The list is very very long. But I think above all, the biggest um, benefits I've reached for myself, the top two honestly are self awareness. And confidence. With those two things, you can do anything. I promise you, you can do anything. If you got self awareness and you got confidence, I haven't even talked about the business knowledge. I haven't talked about anything else. But if you start with those two and go from there, you can do anything. And then, like I said, you'll be the one showing your results, showing your success. 
because of the time you took to change your inside. If you're self-aware enough to say, okay, I know I need to work on this, or okay, I know I could do that better, then you already, you already took a step. So imagine you do that every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. Then before you was bringing yourself down, comparing, talking about I don't got this, I don't got that. Now you're starting to rise up because you're taking the right action. But if you don't never come to that consistent action, it's going to be tough. Like, <laughs> it's going to get really hard out here. You're going to wonder why. But it's so often, man, we can be our own worst enemy and be so oblivious to it, not even realize that we the ones fucking up our own life the whole time. Right. 99% of the time, our life is messed up because we made it that way with our thoughts, with our actions. I'm going to follow <laughs> on that because yeah, it's so crazy sure. you said that because I literally had a quote that literally bounced in my head. Remind you, I didn't write it down, but good thing I remember. <laughs> I, I was, before I came downstairs, of course, you know, I want to make sure for myself that, you know, I'm getting on a podcast. I do have a skincare routine. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I, I like to boast about it because, like, taking care of yourself boosts, like, numerous parts of your life. That could be a mental, like, you got to take care of yourself, bro. Like, been doing a skincare routine, getting up. I told you what I be doing already. All right, so, I, 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 I showed, I mean, I look, Slim went up in my room. I, I I showed him my board. I showed him my uh my my like my list of what I do on a daily basis. I get up five a.m. I go in the gym. I do. I, I pray, of course. I pray. I show gratitude. I have a gratitude board. I had to split it, put it underneath one of my goals. Otherwise, I had to make his own little box for for myself to show what I'm grateful for today. At least I'm mindful of what I'm writing in early in the morning because mm-hmm. your subconscious mind is more so exposed when you get up early in the morning. Soon yeah. as you get up, and soon as you go to bed, go to sleep. Yes, sir. So. When you're showing that signs of gratitude, you become a present. Mm-hmm. Now, how does gratitude shows how present you are? How, how, how does gratitude help you become more present? So when you're grateful for what's going on right now, you're not concerned about the interview tomorrow. You're not concerned about the call you got to make. You're not concerned about the argument you got into yesterday. You're not concerned about whatever happened at work the day before. When you're grateful for what's going on in this present moment, you automatically raise your vibration and you raise your awareness to a higher level. So in order for you to be present, in order for you to be aware, if you're throwing negativity at it, then that's just going, it's going to drift your mind back and forth. But if you're grateful and you're positive about what's going on, that's when presence becomes easier. You can't really be negative and present at the same time. I don't, I don't Ooh, think that's you can. And, it, and that's tough. I know so many that's people hear that and be like, I don't know, you might get into a car accident, God forbid, something happened to your people, you hurt, you hurt your leg, like, you're going to be like, damn, this hurts so bad, I'm this, I'm that. You, then you start talking down again, but it's like, and, and we've all been through something where it was just unbearable for real, but it's like, if you can do the absolute best you can every day, to be like, okay, this too shall pass. Okay, I see why this might have happened. Then it's like you again taking steps to raise yourself up. But you have to be grateful and appreciative for what's going on in this present because that's all you have. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Yesterday's done. So it's like right, what you right. want to choose. Anything else is backwards, honestly. That's <laughs> what all we got is right now. You can want tomorrow all day, but if it don't get here. Yeah, I mean, what you, what you look forward to, you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's good, it's good to, you know, look forward to the future, but the present moment is your future. You gotta recognize that, like, every choice you take, every choice you make is, the future hasn't been created, the future hasn't been created yet, but your actions create that future. Mm, and so, yeah. 
your actions is determined on this present moment. And so when you start moving along with the present moment, you start being mindful of every action that you do in every single moment because you know that every single moment counts. Yeah. Right? I like that. And so now every step you take, if you don't know what steps you're taking as you look down from from the soles of your feet, you don't know what direction you're going. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. A lot of a lot of people get lost unintentionally. And what I mean by that is you go That's to tough. something whether for me it was a career ending crazy sports injury. I didn't intend for that to happen, but after that happened, I didn't have the awareness or honestly, the guidance on, hey, you should try this. Okay, maybe you should do this instead. So it's like, I'm looking down at my own feet and I'm walking in all the wrong places. Like, I'm, I get to tripping because I'm not aware enough. I, at the time, I wasn't aware enough to really be like, okay, let me pivot my life in this direction. Let me go this way and see how I can start a new life. But like you said, if you're just looking down and you lost, you don't know what you're doing. It gets tough again. We keep making it hard on ourselves. You gotta remind yourself, <laughs> if you stand up right now and if you start walking, look down at your feet, it's gonna keep looking the same way every time you walk mm. until you look up and see the view that's in front of you. Then you start to see what direction you're going. Mm. Okay. You get it right now. You walk. The floor might change, but you don't know where the hell direction you're going. All you see is your feet just going straight. You going left? It's still going straight. Going right, it's still going. It's all looking the same, whatever direction you're going. Until you lift your head up and you look forward, then you can see where your direction is going. Because a lot of times we have unhealthy habits mm. that per, that demotes us from pushing forward into the desired goal that we want. And I want to remind people, like being present. Well, being thinking ahead is not such a bad thing. I'm going to be honest. It's not such a bad thing because it identifies a direction. Pros and cons. It's pros and cons. It's, pros not, it's and not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. I think but, it depends on the person. Yeah, right. And, I, their, I think, and their own thought patterns. That, that is, that's a fact. That's a, I, think for, I think for most people, if you think of the future too much, you're creating a needy emotional attachment to it where if it doesn't go your way, then you're completely broken. Right. I, I, That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. You're thinking, if I don't make this by this time, it's over. You know what I'm saying? And so now you're not thinking present. And so when that time does come and whatever you want, don't go your way and remind you that wanting things to go your way is an egotistical mindset. Remind yourself that. Wanting something because you gotta know everything's not it's it's gonna play exactly the way it should be played, not the way you want it to be played. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Wanting things to go your way is you trying to control everything. Mm-hmm. That's the ego to school mindset. That's yeah. the ego. I want to control this. I want to make this this. I want to do this this way so this can happen this way. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, bro, life happen. is not gonna give you those easy little tosses where. Oh, you got a plan? Okay. Well, yeah. I see you working on it, but I'm going to throw this in the way. Let's see if you want to keep doing what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. It's going to test you and see if you can adjust and reroute and overcome, mm-hmm. as we talked about. Yeah. Adjust. You, you, you scale what's going on. Then you adjust to what's going on. You can come up with a plan what's going on, then action, and then you overcome it. That is the purpose of presence. You got to remind yourself, being present is also showing up. 
mm-hmm. when you need to show up, bro. Like, yeah. we talked, I had, we was on the phone, I was telling you about this yesterday, right? When you, the best, your best ability is your availability. Being able to show up, that's all you need. You get up, you don't feel like going to that goddamn gym. Mm. But when you're in that gym, you're in there. <laughs> yeah. When you're in that gym, you're in there. Yeah. And when you do your first workout, everything else gonna flow. Because you showed up. You came. Yeah. And you gotta really you gotta really show up for yourself every day. Somehow, some way. Like it may not always be working out, it may not always be meditating. But at the same time, you have to do something that's moving you in that direction. So in the future you'll be able to say, Okay, I did this, that, and the third. Straight like I know I'm living I'm living my life because of the choices and the sacrifices that I made in the present moments that I used to live in. Your present moments you used to live in was technically five minutes ago when we just started our conversation. Mm -hmm. Now we just feeding off of what we were just previously talking about. This this is what's involved in the conversation the way it is. Yeah. You gotta look at life in the same way. The minute you start something to me, you start rolling with something and you become present in that moment, then you start realizing what you need to improve in, in that moment. And then you make the adjustments. Yeah. You make the adjustments. Right? So, you know what's crazy? I have not used this phone for no questions. <laughs> That's crazy. And I still got a whole lot of it. So now I got another question for you. And I feel like this is something that I've personally struggled with a few times. Mm-hmm. When we uh when we try to damn my voice crap like shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um when we try to become so present or we're in motion so much, we go through this thing called imposter syndrome. And that was something that I was suffering for a while, you know, it was, it was like an in and out thing for me because I wasn't present. And I, I've started to realize that now. Imposter syndrome is when someone feels like they're in a position to give people knowledge, but they feel like they're not the example of their knowledge. And so now you feel like an imposter. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're someone that hasn't done what's necessary for people to listen to. Although you are doing it, most people want to listen to your results. And so to those who are struggling with imposter syndrome, take a deep breath, bro. Like, says whoever looking at this thing, take a deep breath, present yourself in this moment. Remind yourself. Also, I think a big key to that was I didn't have any of my goals written down. That was another thing, too. So I was moving. I was doing positive habits, but without a positive direction of where I'm going. You got to see the vision. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, I think that was like one of of the biggest things. So I was, you podcasts, like, you know, you talk about financial literacy. I talk about financial literacy, you know, some podcasts, because that's a part of Mm -hmm. self-development. All that is under that, you know, at that time when I was speaking up, a lot about self-development and things of that nature, it was like, I'm financially struggling. Although I, I am investing, but I'm like, damn, I'm financially struggling. I'm telling people how to be financially literate where I'm still working with the punches right now. Right. I you know what I'm saying? I'm still working with the punches and it feel like I'm not, at times I feel like I wasn't in a position to tell people how to be financially literate. So it start now I started having self-limiting beliefs in myself. I started saying like, well, fuck I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, I don't know. I started panicking. I'm going to be honest. I started panicking. I sat in the car. I think one time I was talking to a young lady at one point in time. I was like, I was in the car like, so I'm like, so I'm losing my shit. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck going on here. I'm like, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I started panicking. Because for one, you can be literally overstimulated by so much shit going on. Yeah. 
And a overstimulation. Overstimulation. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about that for a second. Overstimulation is crazy, especially now where we all got a phone. And you you all—it always—not always goes back to social media, but these days specifically, a lot of it goes back to social media because that's where the overstimulation is coming from. You, you wake up—not myself, but. Majority, majority, majority. Yeah, wake up. You scroll, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll. All right, get ready for work. Do whatever you do. Go to work. You got this in your ear. That you got to do this. Got to do that. You probably don't feel like being at your job. So then it's like now you negative damn there. So it's like I bet you leave work. What do you do? Scroll, scroll. Breaks. What do you do? Scroll, scroll, scroll. And like if you're not really monitoring who you're scrolling or what you're looking at, then that rabbit hole gets deep because you can go on TikTok. You could see, man, everything, bro. Anything, bro. Anything, you could, you bro. You could see a Kobe highlight. You could see a, a life insurance post. You could see a, a girl shaking her ass. You might see anything. Man, don't get me started on that, bro. So, like, those things creep up on you. So it's just like you got to be mindful of what you're looking at, bro, because overstimulation is a real thing. And when you do feel overstimulated, it's so important that you just stop. Like whatever you're doing that's making you feel overstimulated, just stop. Do something else. Do something. Do something more constructive. And I feel like while you might, some people might not be fully present, fully aware at all times. And let's be real, nobody's not nobody, but that's a tough place to get to to be fully present and fully aware a hundred percent of the time. That's why I say it's practice. It's a journey. But for those people that aren't. You have to be so cautious of what you're looking at and when to stop, because once you can say, "Okay, I feel overstimulated. Let me just read instead. Let me put my phone down. Let me work out. Let me call somebody who I know can give me a constructive conversation." And that starts to change things. But mm-hmm. while you're just stuck in overstimulation all day, every single day, it's just like, all right. Well, as you said, and what's what are signs of a person being over overstimulated? I think stress is the number one sign of overstimulation. And it'll be stress. You might be like, why do I feel like this? You might not even know why you're stressed. In your mind, you might be having a good day. But the whole time, you looking at your phone so much, you looking at TV so much, Netflix, Hulu, whatever it is, you looking at it all day, all day. You taking in all these different energies. You putting it on yourself. And if you're not already meditating, reading, doing things to correct your energy, then it's like you just taking on the world and you, you making it hard on yourself yeah. once again. <laughs> That's a fact. Your mind be so busted and you won't even know you're busted. Yeah. Like, you won't even know it and you'll start to recognize it when it accumulates. Until it's too late. Yeah, right? until it's too late, bro. You start to realize, you start getting sick because this ease, disease is dis-ease. Mm-hmm. ease The diseasement of the mind, of the body, and that's what you cause disease. Yeah. So it's like, once when the mind goes into flight or flight mode, that body follows that same rhythm of that mind. And then that flight or flight mode starts causing anxiety. It starts causing the, the depression. It starts causing like these energies you done accumulated, not only from what you've been seeing and what you've been looking at, but who you've been around. Because you might go to work with a bunch of people in there don't even want to be in there. And that energy rubs off on you so, so tough because you don't recognize your own frequency. You don't, you don't recognize the own frequency you operate off of, and so you start intaking other people's that's frequency. That's a dangerous place. That's a dang, bro. That, that's literally like that. I found myself doing that a few place. times, too. You, like, you and me both. I think if you if anybody's watching this and they've ever worked a job they didn't want to be at, I guarantee they've took that in. 
knowingly or unknowingly. They don't even. <laughs> I feel like you take you take that in when you don't have a direction. Yeah, you take that in for sure when you don't have a direction because it's yeah. feel like you're working for nothing. Yeah, and I, I felt like that definitely a lot when I was younger when I was working just. Jobs in between, didn't want to be there, just trying to stack some bread while I'm home from school. Like, but I'm in there, and I'm just like, man, I don't want to be here. Like, <laughs> everybody else around me giving that same energy. It's contagious, bro. Like, energy's contagious. <laughs> you know, we don't recognize how energy and frequency work, bro. You could, you could get lost in it. When you don't recognize how, how the energy, how energy and frequency works, bro, you get lost in it, and you got, you got to recognize too. Like, we live in a society like a lot of. Unnecessary energy is being tossed in between individuals on a regular basis. It's a disease, literally, bro. It's like regular. You might go on Instagram, you might see somebody get offed. You really might, though. You know what I'm saying? But you see how you see how dangerous Twitter is. And hey, Elon, thank you for taking that goddamn bird off of Twitter. That motherfucker turned into X. Somebody need to cook that goddamn bird. All that shit that was on Twitter, bro. All that crazy shit that was on Twitter, the 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 over the over sexualization of women, women being over sexualized, all that shit. Cook, thank God, Elon, you cooked that goddamn bird. That bird did not need to be on there no more. Yeah, the media sites, man. Yeah, it it, 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 it gets crazy. Like you can find yourself in the worst parts of social media. There's a good parts and there's a worst parts. The good parts is the things that's involving you, and the worst parts. Are the things that's deteriorating. It's sapping you of your energy. You gotta be able to be a high level observer. See, uh, be able to observe it. Like you gotta understand. You, you gotta be either see the difference between a high level observer and a low level observer. The high level observer controls what they see, mm-hmm. and the low level observer, low level observer, be controlled by what they see. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. There's that's a difference. When you observe what the fuck I'm talking. <laughs> That's a highlight right there, boy. That's a highlight right there, boy. Yeah, man. Like, you got to be able to be a high-level observer, bro. You got to be able to see what you're paying attention to on a regular basis. You got to pay attention to your habits. You got to pay attention to your conversations. You got to most importantly pay attention to your thoughts. You got to most importantly, you got to pay attention to every aspect of your life. That's health, your finances, your social life. Because those, remind you, I said social life, financial life, your health. Those are all life, 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 life. And those all are part of you. And so when you're not scanning each one of those categories, because one category could fuck up everything else. Especially the health category. If you don't, if you That's don't have your optimal health, proper health, if you don't feel mental good, health. mental health, yes, if you don't feel good on a consistent basis, if you're not eating the right food, if you're smoking all the time, drinking all the time, let me... Let me rephrase that though, because personally, I don't think weed is bad at all. But once you get to mixing weed with the nicotine and the tobacco and the woods and the vapes and all that other stuff, that's when things. I, I think I think weed is not a bad thing. I think the intentions of using weed is a bad thing. If like you're using it with the wrong intent, if you're not aware while you're smoking, if you're just how can I explain it? All right, that we about to go out, we going to the club, we we smoking the wood, we getting right, we drinking. No <laughs> it's right, you usually mean getting wrong. It's exactly you usually mean wrong. You usually get wrong. There's no mindfulness in that. But all right, that if I'm if I'm smoking, I'm listening to an audio book, I'm driving, I'm visualizing something positive. If you're an artist, you about to create a song. 
that's from a place of being constructive. You're conscious, you're aware, and you're smoking with intention to feel better, to go to a higher place somewhere that you can get to while you're sober, but it's a little bit harder to get there while you're sober. For some people, it takes time, but if you're smoking with the right intent, I don't, I don't see I think for some it. people, it's difficult with them because they don't know how to go into a flow state. Mm. They don't know how Absolutely. to go into a, they don't know how to go into a flow state. And yeah. I think most people they use marijuana to run away from the problems that they're dealing with. In life. Yeah. Majority man. of the yeah. time. Majority of the time. Like people don't most most people don't smoke weed because, you know, sometimes, you know, like uh what's what's this guy? Astrono investments. He a weed smoker, but he smoked weed. Oh, Aristotle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Aristotle. Yeah. Aristotle. He smoked weed after he accomplished something. He said, all right, he a stoner. He a serious stoner. <laughs> he, he, smoked, he rolling the J and his, uh, his Zoom calls and all that. He a serious stoner, but he still have a productive life. Yeah. I'm pretty sure weed ain't. Weed probably is 10 minutes out of that man day. Yeah. 10, 20 minutes out of He's that man day. He's got to know how to use it, bro. It's a tool, honestly. I think weed is a tool. Once it's, once you abuse it, though, and you use it with the wrong intent, then it's hindering uh, you. Then it's a distraction. Then it's an addiction. You feel me? So it's just it's just knowing how to balance it all. Also, real shit. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to say this. I'm probably going to do a future podcast on it. When you said like weed is a tool, it also makes me want to think about psychedelics. The biggest tool. That's, that's a different conversation. That's a different conversation. That's a that's a different because psychedelics <laughs> has a bad connotation because yeah. you have man made psychedelics and man made psychedelics is LSD. I think isn't it LSD? I think LSD. I yeah. think is man. I think LSD is man made. Psilocybin is natural. Though. Yeah, psilocybin is natural. You gotta yeah. remind yourself when you eat psilocybin, you're eating the earth's brain. Yeah, we got. But see, but see, we ain't even going to get into that. We ain't going to get into that. But psychedelics is a a hell of a, they call it a drug. But once again, that's a future podcast. I don't know how soon I'm going to make that. I think that will be. That that would be the shit. I ain't going to lie. That would be the shit talking about psychedelics. But back back at what we was uh, talking about again, I lost track, but we was. I'm not gonna lie. I'm very impressed of the. Thank God we lit that sage. We lit that incense. Yeah, right? It feels so. Uh, it feels so smooth. The vibe. The, the vibe is fire. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The vibe is fire. Vibe. Sage is essential, bro. Definitely. Now, what I'm finna do right now? What I'm finna do right now? I got a question. So, luckily, like I said, I, I literally know you. Literally see all these damn questions, bro. Oh, yeah, but I ain't even gonna get to, to all these. But I know this, this is enough to literally go on these three podcasts. But we gonna we gonna we gonna get as much as we can. Yeah. Um. Can you discuss the connection be- between being present and improving a relationship with others? Mm. Great question. Great. Yes. Yes. So, Let's get into it. I use um. I use my relationship honestly. So being being present. I'm sorry. Restate that question one more time, bro. I got you, big brother. I got you. I said, can you discuss the connection between being present and right. improving relationships? Oh, okay, with improving relationships with others. Right, got you. So when you're in a relationship, whether that's, you feel me, a intimate relationship or just a friendship, you have to be present in order to understand where the other person is coming from. So if you're listening to somebody, if you going back and forth with your girl, you're just trying to get your point across, but you're not really hearing her, the conversation is going nowhere. Hold that thought. Yeah. Hold that thought right there. That is <laughs> negative self-expression, people. Mm-hmm. 
That's a negative self-expression. Also, dismissing someone before you could truly understanding someone is a negative self-expression. That is a negative self-expression. Being passive-aggressive is a negative self-expression. We talked about it yesterday. About being passive-aggressive, not actually stating what your true feelings are about when someone does something and you just literally brush the shit off. That's passive-aggressive. I'm going to be honest. Like, I had struggled with that a few times trying to be, because I don't want to sound like no ass. I'm, I'm very respectful to people majority of the time. Yeah. But being passive-aggressive can affect your mental space a lot, your mental and emotional space, because as you tend to become passive-aggressive all the time, it, it literally hinders you from learning how to be able to self-express yourself and your emotions properly in communicating with the people that you're around. Because if you have a problem with something, you won't go at it directly. You'll, oh, it's okay, but I really wanted it. Yeah. Let it continue. But knowing in your mind, it's eating you alive. That is a negative, that's a negative self-expression. Good self-expression, you said it earlier, was journaling. Being able to write your thoughts down, being able to be conscious of what you're thinking about on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to hold my thought. (laughs) Back to what you were saying about being present can help you to more so understand another person in the present moment. Yeah, so... Just to refresh that. Being present present in a relationship, again, intimate relationship or just a friendship, you have... You have to listen. Like, the past couple years, I caught myself saying, two ears, one mouth for a reason. Like, if you, everybody want to be heard, but nobody wants to listen. Like, everybody wants to hear they self, hear they self talk, or they want to feel their feelings being expressed. But the other person might not be willing to listen because they just want to do the same thing. They just want to express they self. They just want to hear themselves talk. So, when one person's present and the other person's not, whether that's male or female, it's not going to go well. The conversation isn't going to go well. Then it leads to an argument. Then it's a disagreement. Then you're frustrated. You're mad. You're confused. And it's like if you're taking the time to say, okay, you know what? Let me just listen to what she's talking about. Let I'm me sorry. just hear what you got to say. Well, yeah, let me just let me just listen. Let me understand. And just, and just be present. But you can't you can't truly be present. And keep trying to get your point across at the same time because you're not focused on what they're saying. You're not present within the conversation. You're really present in your mind. The That's ego. ego. Yeah, ego. We always talk about ego is a killer, bro. And that ego sneak up on you. That ego every really, time. It will sneak time. up on you, but over, over time, you you understand what's really your true self and what's really ego. But I feel like honestly, a little bit of ego is necessary. Maybe not in relationships. I look at this more like if you're an athlete, if you, for myself personally, modeling, if you do anything where you gotta feel like, okay, I'm him. I know I'm. You that. gotta be him. You gotta be. You gotta, gotta be the humble at the same time, right. and, and that's that's ego. But if that's you out here, sure. you arrogant, you talking down on other people, then it's like, all right, chill out. I think I think those people who do who 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 are that. And if they do got that, it's because of the materialistic things. And that's ego too. Yeah. The ego yeah. is attachment to materialistic things or the ego is the attachment to a position that you're in. Mm-hmm. And so when that position is stripped, when, when that position is stripped from you or those materialistic things that you attach yourself to so much, which the ego does attach itself to things, yeah. many of you get stripped of that, you have no power. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that's how ego works. And when you become present, present in Sometimes ego can creep up on you in the present moment. <laughs> yeah. That you gotta definitely keep that one hundred because you might be present, 
And then you, you said, you feel that little ego. I feel like I want to say this. Yeah. But yeah. you're trying to cut the person off because I need to get this off my chest. I need to get this. Off. I want to feel right. Ego is always trying to feel like being right. It's not about being right. It's about coming to a mutual agreement. Mm-hmm. I don't agree, but I understand. Right. And that, I think that's what it is. I'm glad you said that. The understanding part more than anything, like, just to be able to say, okay, I might not agree with that, but I understand why you did that. I understand why you thought that way. I understand why you said that. And not even being mad at that because everybody only lives life from their own perception. So it's like, okay, I understand your perception. I see what you might have been through in the past. I know who your family is. I know who your friends are, whatever the case is. Okay, bet. I see why you think like that. And just being, like I said, just being cool with that. But if you, um, what am I saying? If you're, if you're not cool with that, then you continue to attack them, then it's like, okay, there's no point. The one thing people got to respect when you be being present, you got to respect everyone's individuality. Mm. I think that's like the number one thing. You got to respect someone that has their own way of thinking. You may not agree with, with their way of thinking, but you got to respect their way of thinking. Most people are like robots. They operate off of what everyone else does. They don't go about what they think or how they feel. That's why when you believe in something, if you truly believe in what you believe in, you're going to stand on what you believe in, regardless of what anyone else say about it, but not disrespect anyone else's beliefs. People got to understand that people feel like this negative connotation of being open-minded is a bad thing. Being open-minded is not a bad thing. Being open-minded is understanding the perspectives of someone else's world and how the way they see it. It's not I'm open to anything and I'm just going to take in it. The problem what comes with open-mindedness is when you have an emotional attachment to someone else's response. Mm. Someone might say something you don't believe in, but you're attaching your emotions to what they're saying and this is what causes disagreements. Right. Because yeah. you, you're attaching yourself to what they're saying because you're not respecting that that person is his own individual. Right. That's the purpose. When you get into arguments, right? I won't even say I don't know if I want to call arguments arguments because no. half of the times there are arguments. It don't even be arguments. It don't even be arguments. Sometimes <laughs> y'all literally could be saying the same thing, but y'all not listening. Exactly. You and the person could be saying the same thing, but from two different philosophical perspectives, mm. like religion. You have Islam, you got Christianity. They may say two different things in different ways. It's like learning Spanish, bro. If I say hello. And hola, they sound different, but it's the same thing. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, people be battling, but see, I don't even want to get into religion. We're going to save that for another (laughs) podcast because I do want to state this and I feel like I got to get this off my chest because this is what we were talking about yesterday Mm -hmm. about, you know, religious perspectives and things of that nature. For God's however, way people want to agree to disagree. Some people think in their ego so much that they don't see the bigger picture in religion. They don't see the bigger picture of overall spirituality in general. Just because you're religious does not mean you're spiritual. You gotta keep that one on it. That's valid. Just because you're religious does not mean does not mean you're spiritual. Especially in the Christian community. Especially in the Christian community. That's very valid. So when you're when you're a person that's looking spirituality is meaning that everything is interconnected. It's a broad spectrum. Mm. Islam, uh, Confucianism, Taoism, Hinduism, Christianity, uh, 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 it's over 14. I only can name like six or seven. <laughs> it's over 14. 
But a lot of those saying the same principles. Right. But you're, you're operating off of these religious principles as if you niggas is in a cult. If you don't believe what I believe in, I don't fuck with you. It's gonna hurt somebody's feelings right there, boy. No, that's a fact. Nigga, that's it. You're right. Bro, that's a whole cult. If you don't believe in what I believe in, I don't fuck with you. That's how a lot of religions operate. People been killed over that, bro. It's been wars. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. It's a super fact. It's a super fact. You know what I'm saying? Being spiritual is understanding everything is connected. Everything has life within it. Regardless, damn, my earring fell out. <laughs> but everything, damn. But uh, everything, everything has a significance. Yeah. Islam got truth in it. Christianity has truth in it. Confucianism has truth in it. They all have truth in it. They all and they all have their own truth. You like, right? Their own truth. They own not truth. just one religion of the world. Like they all have their own version, their own interpretation of God, which is fine. I'm not right. Gonna, as long as you believe what you want to, if it's making you a better person, by all means, continue to do that. If it's right. making you a better you, mm-hmm. by all means, continue to go that direction. Yeah. Please, I'm not bashing no one's religious perspective. But you must understand that everything is connected as one. Mm-hmm. Y'all, <laughs> y'all don't mind me going around because that shit be pissing me off when people be like talking about these type of topics. Because one, people have this fear of, for one, let me let me just make this shit clear. This is my platform, <laughs> and if you don't fuck with what I'm saying, then don't listen. <laughs> I'm just let me just throw that out there because see, this was the me that I couldn't incorporate months ago. But now I'm on that type of time. <laughs> if you if if you do not like what I'm saying, you'd be gladly to turn this podcast on. Please. I you're not doing me any disservice because there's people that think just like me, that act just like me, that understand that perspective, and that, that are open minded about it. But we ain't even gonna go into it because I got a whole lot of shit, but this is not about religion. It does connect with yeah. being present. Of course it connects with being present. The real uh, thing I wanted to really state was um, when we talk about Christ, when we talk about religion, when I was telling you yesterday, each of these religions, they taught their teachings so you can be like them, so you can yeah, lead them. Right. Let's get not let's not keep that twisted because a lot of y'all having these self-limiting beliefs that I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that that spirit, that entity, that being is within every individual on this planet. Yeah. You got to, you got to understand that. And so when you decide to tell yourself that I can't be that, guess who you're telling that to? God. God is within all creation. And if he designed you to be like him, then why not emulate that? Like, why not try to be like God? What's wrong with that? Right. (laughs) When I say, when I say, when I tell people I'm God, you're right. I'm not, I'm not God because I'm an extension of God. I'm an extension. I'm an I'm an expression of God. It's like Itself. a little, like a mini God, right? I'm a I'm an expression. <laughs> we call we all. It's like having a. It's like having a a, a son, right? We have a, well, actually that would be a terrible. I was trying to come up with like a good analogy that probably would have been terrible. <laughs> that's like um that's like having a roof over your head. There's four people in the house, but we all under the same roof. Mm. That's what God is. God is this big house. And we all in these rooms. We all under God, yeah, that's a fact. And we all expressions. 
So, 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 like I said, when you tell yourself you can't do something, guess who you're telling that to? The God that that's within you. But, but like I said, Christ, Buddha, uh, Confucius, um, all these prophets taught their systems, their, uh, their teachings, so you can be exactly like them. Chase, close. And I ain't gonna argue with you niggas about that. Cause we ain't, we ain't got time for that today. <laughs> we ain't got time for that today. But let's, let's continue. What else you got, y'all? Okay. What advice would you give to someone who struggles with staying present and living in the moment? <laughs> to stay present and live in the moment. Um, honestly, it's not like the same <laughs> shit and the same question because staying present, living in the moment is literally one of the same things. Right? You can't have. I mean, you can have both, bro, but I, I think the best advice, though, seriously, to to stay present and live in the moment is to honestly just start. Once you once you start, that's whether important. that's starting that's with important. meditation, starting with reading. Once you take that first step, okay, bet I started. Now, where do I go from here? As you grow, you'll see results. You'll see results. You'll see results. Your life will start to change. You'll build confidence. All these different things will start to happen, but you'll never gain the presence if you don't start. If you just always continue to live in the same habit, surround yourself with the same people, in the same environment, think the same thing. It's just a hamster wheel that never ends. But if you take that first step, that initiative to be like, nah, I'm a different for myself. I'm trying to live my life different now. I'm ready to turn out. I'm ready to get right. Y'all do what y'all do, but I'm gone. <laughs> I'm about right. to get right myself. Y'all so, be y'all, man. I'll you be me. So once you take that step, it's like, all right, let's let's go from here. That's honestly the best advice I can give to anybody is, is really just start. Because you can have all the motivation in the world. Yeah, but, if, but if you don't start, it's there's no point in the motivation. I mean, I, I got a good I, pro tip, pro tip, pro tip. Mm. When you be you, you present. When you be you, you present. When you be you, you present. You, when you be you, you present. Explain that. When you be yourself. When you be authentically you, you're present. Mm. Okay. Yeah. When you be authentically you, you're present. Yeah. When you allow yourself to self-express yourself as much as you can in the present moment, that's when you are your most authentic you. Yeah. I like that. You can never have a bad day. I'm gonna let, let you. I, we talked about it. Yeah. You can never have a bad, bad day. Moments, it's not bad day. It's no, never bad. like even bad moments. Though yeah, even bad. bad moments is a label. Honestly, bad and it's good. A, a label. Like you gotta recognize that bad and good is judgment of yeah. the mind. Yeah. Let's talk about the power now for a split second. Mm-hmm. You are not your mind. You are not your mind because if you are your mind, you know how to turn your mind on. And turn your mind off, and most people don't know how to do that. And that, I agree with that. I agree with that the way it said it in the book too. But that can get tricky for a lot of people because it's like, okay, my, my my life is the way it is because of the thoughts that I was thinking with my mind. So yeah, we're not our minds, but at the same times, what we use our minds for and the thoughts that we have, that creates everything. It means <laughs> I think. Well, you, that is a fact. That is a for that, sure fact. The thoughts create it all, bro. The reason why I say you are not your mind is is the fact that when you're when you are when you're not your mind, or when you are, let's just say you are your mind, right? Or say, well, let me just go with what I was saying. We're gonna go back to what you're saying too. Mm-hmm. So when you're not your mind, that means you're not identifying yourself with all your thoughts. Because if you identify right, yourself right, with all your right, thoughts, right, you're right. you're identifying yourself with the good thoughts and the bad thoughts. Speaking to 
that's like building with one hand and tearing down another. Right, I agree. And when you identify yourself as your mind itself, you're taking all the baggage that come with that. Literally, 100% baggage. Yeah. Unnecessary baggage and the good baggage. That's like you having a suitcase and you're ready to go to the, to the goal that you're headed, but you're taking clothes in, but you're putting clothes out. That's all you're doing. And you ain't going away because you're still putting clothes in the goddamn bag. You aren't even rolling the you are you aren't even rolling a suitcase yet. You put clothes in. I'm gonna put these drawers in there. Or I'm gonna take these drawers back up. Oh no, I'm gonna put this shirt in there. Oh no, I'm gonna take this shirt back up. That's having a good thought and that's having a bad thought. Right. Let me put this in, let me take this out. Let me put this in, let me take this out. Let me put this in, let me take this out. But you aren't building anything. You haven't even you dad ain't even filled the suitcase up yet. Because every thought that you thought good, you're tearing it down with this that one thought. That one thought literally can ruin your whole entire life. You gotta recognize that. That one thought, that one negative thought can just literally screw up everything. It's it's so important that we recognize our thoughts because if we get ourselves caught in this negative thinking trap after something bad or what we perceive as bad happened to us, that can really bring a lot of things downhill. So it's just like you have to take the time take the time to understand what you're thinking. And why you're thinking it in the first place. That's a good if one. you don't ever do that, you just gonna have anything coming in your head, coming in your head all the time. You, you just jumping. You oh man, if I thought this, this must be true. That's how yeah. you think. When, that's how you think when you accept mm-hmm. when you think your mind is actually you, like right. you know, fool you, like but this is my mind. And that's when when that thought, damn, I must be true. Damn, I must be I just told myself I ain't shit. That's probably fucking true. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's like I said, it, it's tough because the mind makes up such a large part of who we are, but the mind isn't everything. The mind is a good is a the mind is a great student but a terrible master. Mm. As they always say, a great student. Great student. You can teach your mind a lot, but but for it to be your master, it can be very terrible, be very detrimental because when you make your mind your master, your mind controls everything a part of your life. And that's why I mean the reference of you are your mind is basically mean your mind is your master. Mm. And okay, so explain that to explain that to people though. Like, okay, if we don't want our mind, if we don't want our minds to be our master, then what should be our master? What what should be your master is the good thoughts that's in your mind. Because the good thoughts that are in your mind is your higher self. You gotta understand that your mind is just a processor of what you're thinking, right? How I want to say this: your mind is a pro- your mind is this, is a tool. For one, you got to recognize your mind is a tool. Yes, that's like the first step. Your most important, your most important, <laughs> tool. your most important tool. Your your mind is for one is a is a is a, is a, is a tool, right? Your mind is a tool. What does the mind love to do? It loves to think. Okay, my mind loves to think. Cool. All right, since my mind loves to think. What thoughts should I be taking more consideration of and what thoughts should I throw out? That's called mindfulness. The mind, the good, the higher self knows no negative thoughts. The egotistical mind thinks of negative thoughts, the worst case scenario that's going to happen. And it'll even present those thoughts to you like it's what you need to be thinking at the time, like a worst case scenario, like a, oh, what if this terrible thing happens? And if it does, adjust. Right. Act and overcome. Yeah. If it does, mm-hmm. if it comes, it comes. But when you become present, that hasn't even existed. Exactly. But when you bring those thoughts up, it can actually happen. That's why you got to pick and choose. You got to take what's good and just leave it. <laughs> don't dump the bullshit because a lot of times 
We think a lot of thoughts that are completely unnecessary. When we talk about overthinkers, what helps an overthinker? Reassurance. What helps an overthinker is reassurance. Right. When they get enough reassurance, then they feel comfortable. But sometimes we don't need reassurance ourselves. Mm. And that's why we get stuck in the loop. We get so caught up in our thoughts. We get we get so caught up in the stuff that we got going on. We get so the what what causes the mind to go crazy is the attention to external things outside of self. Yes, yeah. That what that's what makes the mind go crazy. It would because the mind is a physical thing. There's a difference between your brain and your mind. Your mind is something that is way deeper than conscious thought itself. Consciousness don't need thought. The mind needs thought. Consciousness is just what is. It flows. It flows confusiously. I don't even know what word I just said, but I know that's work. <laughs> I see what you was going for, though. But it, 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 I, would, I don't even know what I said, but it made it sound like it made sense. I hope it made sense. Y'all probably need to look that up. I probably gotta look that up too. But. <laughs> That's how you know a nigga on this joint floor, bro. Because I just said a word that actually, I think it does, and that word does exist, but I just don't even know where it ended up. How did I even figure out what the hell that word means? I don't know. It sounds like it just fits. But we just won't continue. But yeah, um, yeah, but the mind flows con- continuously, bro. Like, you just got to be able to, you got to be able to identify what's your higher self and what's your egotistical mind. That's, that's the biggest part. Yeah. You know, your, you know, your ego is your negative thoughts. You know, your ego is your attachment. You know, your higher self is your positive thoughts. Your higher self is your affirmations. Your higher self is your direction, your vision. That is your higher self. You got to recognize what your higher self is. Your higher self is, is you on this mountain and you that's also below the mountain. Your higher self sees what's further along the horizon. All they are doing is directing you to where you need to be. Right? And so when you become present, you begin to hear your higher self. Yeah. You can say God or subconscious mind. It goes by many like terminologies. But I'm just going to say for me, I call it my higher self. Because God, he said we are made in the image of God. That's spiritually. So when you think of it in that, in that spectrum of light, if I have a vision of something... That means my true self is trying to tell me this is what's possible. You just got to listen to me. Yeah, You just got to listen to the me. The more clear your mind is, the easier it is to hear that voice, though. Like, if your mind is always scatterbrained, you got a bunch of overstimulation happening, it's hard to hear that higher self talk. It's hard to hear what you really feel if all you getting and all you paying attention to is all the noise. It's just distraction, bro, but... Once you can hear your higher self and you know what that feels like, you don't even want to go back to the other way because you know yeah, it's like you really got in you. The minute you elevate, you don't lose that experience, bro. Yeah, you never lose that. that experience. No matter how low you get, you never lose that experience. No matter how, I'm, I'm going I'm to remind you again. No matter how low you get, you never truly lose that experience of what it feels like to be at a high vibration. Because once when you reach at that peak, it's still more to go. Like once you get that chapter twenty, that's go to twenty one. Yeah, you just want to keep going, keep going. Keep and, going. And it's like, it. like I said, we live in a limited world, meaning limited world as in in the instances of like our physical bodies. We only have but so much time to get some, but so much information. Mm. Why not be considerate of the information you need to pay attention to while you're on this earth? That's a fact. Because it's so many books. Like, I don't realize there's so many books. Like, I, if, I don't realize how much I don't know. But I know that in, within this time span, 
I can't cram all this information because I have to go through so many life experiences to experience all these things. But however, as I read these books, I'm I'm mentally putting myself in those positions or what it's like to be in those positions. And so when you read Rich Dad Poor Dad and he's vividly describing everything, you're literally living through that experience from a mental standpoint because everything is mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're t- when you're taking in a book and really diving deep into it, that book can change a lot. It becomes you. Book. That book literally becomes you over time. The more you digest it, the more you become you. The more information you digest, the more... See, the people people are who they are by the information that they have accumulated over time. Exactly. exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like The, the information they've accumulated over a vast majority of time is why the, they are the way they are. Why the why they think the way they think is because of the information that has been given and provided to them. Everybody has their own perception because of what they went through, because of what they took in, what they experienced. So it's like, okay, bet. Once you get a different type of perspective, your life automatically starts to change because your brain is changing. Then it's like, okay, bet. Let me tell my boy about this. Let me put my girl on this. Let me pass this on to somebody else. Because it's like, once you take the time to really take that step, like I was talking about earlier, and change your perception, you can change everybody else's perception around you. That is that is a fact because energy moves like it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's always but you gotta you gotta understand that even if you are high vibrational and you have your own bubble, if you're not around the right people to promote that high level energy, the high vibration, you it, it's always it can always be a step that you can drop. I'm telling you because it's like. You had this high vibration. Now you got to match that energy with others that's like you. Because the more you be around, because every human being has mirror neurons. And what mirror neurons is, we yeah. mirror people yeah. that we're around. The, the, the environment, the people, it molds us. So just like enforcing good habits, if you want to force good habits, you got to change your environment first. You got to be able to make it easier for you to do these good habits. Absolutely. Especially when you're first starting out. Right, Especially right. You got to make it easier for yourself because how can you expect yourself to go to the gym and stay focused? Like I told you, how I organize my room. I put, I got my anime to be authentically me so I can still be myself, but also I still got this board where I write all my goals. I have this table where I set everything up where I know when I'm sitting at this table, I know I can lock in. And so it gives me the ability to be at a smoother workflow state. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's there and it's, it's in my environment and it's enforcing me to have a nicer or easier workflow space yeah. compared to trying to work on something and you have too many distractions in your environment. Not to understand one of those distractions is going to pull you away from what you need to be doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's distractions. I'm glad you brought that up because distractions, they come so often. Distractions are all around us, like, especially... If you're not in the comfort of your own, uh, in your own workspace where you can control the distractions, if you out doing something, you gotta do this, do that. You're going to get hit with some distractions, but it's all about how you handle them, how you manage them, how you can really minimize them as much as you can. Bars. <laughs> Bars. For real. Minim- minimizing distractions, whether that's like, okay. I probably shouldn't talk on the phone with this person for too long because they ain't talking about nothing. Or maybe yeah, I that's a fact. Maybe I shouldn't watch this. Maybe I shouldn't scroll as much tonight. Maybe I don't need to smoke tonight. Like all of those things can be forms of distraction. So if you manage them, you on the right track. And just to feed up what you just said, we need to also bring this up. Mm-hmm. We, we was talking about this other thing, and good thing that we're talking about this now because I was like, yeah, we we need to we need to say this. It's good to not do nothing. Yeah, sometimes you have to do nothing. Sometimes it happens. And that's the step in itself. That's what your body needs sometimes is just, okay, 
Just just don't do shit. Just like the when situations got <laughs> when when chaos is going on around you, the best thing for you to do is do nothing. Not not saying that you shouldn't act on what you need to act on. Right. But it's like when you do nothing, you gotta say a piece because when you're trying to do something all the time, you're trying to enforce an outcome that will create more emotional distress towards yourself and ruin not only your spiritual space but your mental space. And sometimes you just need to figure out what to do. Like literally just Yeah, you need to stay still. Yeah, you feel me? Meditate, clear your mind, think, journal it out, write, sit, do nothing. Either way, just just slow down. Take a break. Whatever you got to deal with, it ain't going nowhere until you deal with it anyway. For sure. It was like, just chill for a second. You good. Like, I'll be honest, like, shit don't move unless you move. Not at all. Like, shit don't move unless you move. And sometimes it's going to sit there for a minute. Even if you do start moving, it's going to, well, I take it's going to linger. It's It's going to linger, but as long as you know you, you, you doing something about it, it's going to, that, that something is going to fruit into something more. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, bro. Like, you got to understand, like, every action, every you have it or you thought it can have a huge snowball effect yeah whether you create good you create good habits you start creating more good habits because that first few couple of good habits you're gonna start building more good habits like yeah. i think first to clear someone's mental space i think it's also really based on, on what they're eating first and foremost mm-hmm. and we was talking about yesterday about gut health yeah a lot of times we don't have good gut health your gut is your first brain if your gut ain't healthy your mind ain't healthy yeah, that goes back to health. Like, yeah, yeah, your health matters. Like, process. I was just saying, like, all this processed shit that niggas eat. Like, you, you, you gotta stay away from these processed foods because most of these yeah. processed, this is not natural. It's made in chemicals. You gotta beware of meat. Of course, we talked about it yesterday. Yeah. I ain't gonna speak. I ain't like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, until I become more educated in that space, I'm not gonna really talk too much. I know good chunks. I gotta tell you about vegetation over medication by Dr. Bobby Price. I think you seen the photo I sent to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah Vegetation yeah. over medication. That literally tell you. That literally tells you everything about it, but I think that was like one of the biggest reasons that I, I recommend people to change their way of eating because when you change your when you change your eating habits, I'm telling you, your mind is going to naturally change. It's going yeah, to naturally it has, to. it has it's going it has to naturally change. You improve your food, you improve your body, and everything, and then your capabilities of doing the things that you need to do is ten times folded. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it goes way beyond. No one knows what it truly means to feel good. Like that really is. good. Everybody has their own. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. one, no one really knows what it truly. We, we feel the synthetic good from them synthetic foods mm. that spikes our dopamine and, and all this <laughs> other stuff. You know, I'm, I'm saying some real shit. Yeah, you know, we eat a lot of stuff that spikes our dopamine. Mm-hmm. It may feel good, but then you, it, your dopamine drops, and you want to get that dopamine kick again. So you go back and eat those same foods to get the dopamine increase, and it, it drops again. And so now, gotta get natural dopamine. Cause people don't understand that. Let's just go in a health perspective. Mm-hmm. Serotonin is created in the gut. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know, know that. I didn't know it. Okay. Your serotonin is the happiness chemical. Right. It's cre- so if you're, this is why a lot of people be struggling with depression because their gut isn't mm-hmm. good. You can be, you can work out and still be a healthy motherfucker. Yeah. That's a fact. Like you can be, you can be in a gym <laughs> 25 feet. Fit everything, but if that gut ain't good, your mind ain't good. Mm. Why you think there's some people um who who um six hundred breezy right for example, and uh rest in peace to his uh, girlfriend that had passed away also. This was like over a year ago. Mm. Uh because I actually want to brush across this real quick. 
she was a person that was, you know, going out in the gym and all this stuff. I'm just looking from the outside and from what I know, mm-hmm. right? From what, from what was being shown. She was working in gym and all this other stuff, but she was still depressed. Mm-hmm. You got to take consideration. What was she doing in between that time frame to still make her depressed? You got yeah, what she was, what she was given, what was she given to her body to make us see food plays a, a huge impact on the mind. Cause the minute you eat food, that those minerals and those nutrients, it breaks down. It goes into your brain. Yeah. So now if you're eating synthetic foods that aren't real, you're, now your body trying to realize, all right, what is this? I can't use this one either. <laughs> <laughs> right. Literally, your mind, your body is naturally intelligent. But like I said, this is not our podcast, but this is self-development podcast. So yeah, a little help is going to be thrown in that. But yeah. So like I said, most people don't know that. Like dopamine comes from the brain, serotonin comes from the gut. If you're serotonin, that's why I promote men to go see retention. I like to, I'm a huge team. I've witnessed benefits from doing this shit. I'm doing it as we speak. Team retention. This is why I'm able to get the fuck up in the morning. I got that ample energy, especially <laughs> if you, especially if you know what I'm saying, sprinkle a little, a little bit on this, especially if you're not releasing the proper way. Cause if you're going to release, you might as well release on, you know what I'm saying, chick, you know, just, just, I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, cause that's a healthier way of doing it. For sure. Especially, you got to understand what the amount of energy that's being recuperated back and forth. Mm. So you could be releasing and that, that, that energy is not being recuperated. You could be dealing with a Jezebel. Mm. Jezebel is people that take energy and don't really, don't yeah. give back energy. It's a, it's a, it's a little different when you're in a relationship where energy is always being reciprocated. Yeah. It's way, you know what I'm saying? Different. But that's mentally, physically, even sexually. You feel me? When that energy is being consistently reciprocated, then you never really feel, you know what I'm saying? Drained out. Yeah, that's a fact. When you when you have somebody who's who's obviously um how can I say it? Censored. Somebody somebody who you appreciate physically, but you also have somebody who adds to your mental and adds to your spiritual, then you got you check all the boxes. And right, that's it. a fact. So, you know, like but like, like I said, I just want to spring a line because there's a lot of, you know, guys that Struggle pornography. And, and that is literally, uh, that damages the brain. Most people don't really realize that when you watch a lot of pornography, it damages the brain. It decreases your serotonin and it also decreases your dopamine. It increases your dopamine, my bad. It increases your dopamine, decreases your serotonin. This is why a lot of guys, you know, they release, they go to the club. Yo, go to that club, that show real quick. They done got their fix when they was in the house. I mean, they, that's some, that's some real. <laughs> they done got they, they done got their fix in the crib. So now they don't want to approach this young lady. They, they over here, you know, they, they having this, Level of shyness. There's some people that's naturally shy, of course. Mm-hmm. And then there's no problem in that. But there are some people who steals with social anxiety because that testosterone or that masculine energy is what helps you do a broad woman. Yeah, once again, we had to spring a little bit on this dating stuff. Like, all this is just, this is just in a big sector. <laughs> this is just in a big, you get a little bit of health. You got a little bit of presence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You get a little bit of, of a little bit of dating stuff. But most people don't really realize that though. But like I said, when you, uh, Ah, ah, you doing that shit like every day, boy. You go out there, you try to approach a woman, you, 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 you putting shorty on this pedestal, like, I goddamn, like, hey, you are comedy, bro. No, no, it's real shit, bro. Like, you gotta understand, bro. Like, your testosterone comes with your semen. Yeah. You really, you understand how you are, you working your body over its maximum. You releasing a lot, your body's still steady trying to produce all that you just done lost. You gotta keep your energy. And so now you could try to reproduce all that that you lost. Ain't you eating bad food too? Mm. That's double the trouble right there. Yeah. And then now your mental ain't right. You figuring out you can't build no muscle in the gym. You done lost all your testosterone. Your testosterone has a 
plays a huge factor in you building your muscles. Huge. You know what I'm saying? But we'll save that for another podcast. I might even do like a, a separate, I might even go through like a, it's literally a whole list of benefits of senior retention. Mm. But I, I might just do a, I'm a, I don't know if I'm going to do it with a guest or I'm going to just do it separately in my room. But that's something I definitely want to talk about. But however, let's get back to this. Um, ooh, this is a good question. How can being present help us achieve a better work-life balance? So when when you're present, it's a lot easier to take a break. When you're not present, you want to keep working. You're focused on the goal. You focus on what you didn't do yesterday. You're constantly trying to get stuff done. But if you are genuinely present, you say, okay, let me just relax for a second. Let me turn the switch off. And in a world of, like we said earlier, instant gratification, constant overstimulation, you're always seeing something. We always feel like we got to get, we got to go, we got to do, we got to have, we got to just keep going, going, going. But it's like you will be able to go at such a more steady pace if you take the time to just quiet everything down. You think that's attachment to the outcome? Absolutely. It has to be. That's what we're going. That's what you feel me. That's what you want. That's what you want to have. So you want to be. That's where you want to live. All of all of those things are just attachment to the goal. But I, and I think a lot of us guys we struggle with that a lot. Oh right? yeah, absolutely. Like, we, like most people, like, like we were talking about the answer. This is this is part of having a really healthy relationship because. You know, us guys, testosterone gets you up and going. It, it's what gives you the drive and motivation to get shit done. Right. Right. And so when you have that, so much of that shit pent up, we can literally operate like motorboats and not stop. Literally. Like, we'll literally keep running until that goddamn gas is out of that fucking car, bro. We'll keep running. Like, even if the gas is on E, that motherfucker got the dad, dad, dad. This shit on like two miles, boy. We will run that bitch till zero until that motherfucker gas give out. Yeah, and, and that's not always the best thing to do, though. That's the thing. Like I said, sometimes you gotta to preserve your, not even preserve, but to, how can I say, to control your mental energy and your physical energy. Sometimes you just dead ass gotta take a break. Like, you really got to I, how long do a person need to take a break though? That's up to you. That's where the awareness comes in. You'll be able to feel like, okay, maybe I don't need to chill the whole day, but let me just take an off day from the gym today. Let me not call this person today. Let oh, me right. do this today. I definitely yeah, that because you know like the little planet fitness joint. You know like the little uh you know like little cause you know like I said, I told you I like I said I I I'm blown about that because that was something I never was ever to be consistently doing yeah, and now I'm getting up. 5 a.m. doing it. And it's like, it can be difficult on some days, but when I look at that, when I look at that goal board, and I, I will probably do an Instagram post on this. I will like show a little bit of a video of like, uh, on an average, like scheduled day of mine to give people like a little bit of insight. Maybe they can go off of what maybe I do and they can probably schedule a little personal day. But there are a few yeah. things to, um, help a person to person go on a regular basis. You have to worry about your physical health. You have to worry about, not worry, because worry is a bad word to say. Focus on. Focus on, right? You have to focus on your physical health because your physical health is what's going to produce what you need to produce as the overall desired outcome. So you need to make sure that you have optimal health to even get the things that you need to get done. Exactly. And like I said, that comes with food, that comes with working out. That's Those both play hand in hand because when you go to the gym, you're strengthening the mind. That you're strengthening that discipline. 
That's the most important thing. You get like most people consider they most people go to the gym and they think about the overall outcome, like I'm going to get big, but they don't think about the mental benefits of going to a gym. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Lift, not even just lifting, exercise in general has, excuse me, is probably the best stress reliever for damn near everybody. Like just, yeah, just that's relieving, relieving stress alone, you'll get done with a workout and feel like a whole new person. And like you said, the discipline piece. You can get up and go to the gym every morning at five or whatever time you choose to go. That automatically makes you better in other areas of your life because it's, it's sure, all the same. Bro. Discipline is transferable. You can transfer your discipline in the weight room to transferring your discipline to your job, to your business you're trying to That's grow, to investing, your money habits, your relationship, whatever you're trying to do, you can just transfer the discipline to somewhere else. So I think, yeah, definitely um, the stress relief that exercising gives and then the discipline part too. Yeah, discipline. Yeah, discipline is, is a good majority of your life what you need to be. Yeah, good right. majority. You have to be disciplined to rest, too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You have to be disciplined. It's like, yeah, there's no right. way. Because like, people don't understand that. A lot of us are disciplined, but we're disciplined in the wrong areas. We're disciplined with unhealthy habits. Mm. We don't recognize that, though. Yeah, you have. To. That's just a form of discipline. When you're able to consistently do an unhealthy habit, that's discipline. Not the right. Not, not the right. That, that, yeah, that's unconscious discipline, right? The conscious discipline is when you, like, no one never, it's, it's truly hard to do the right thing, but the right thing comes with the best benefits. Mm. And most people don't really take consideration of that. Like, you may not want to go to the gym, but the benefits that you're going to get is going to be amazing. Yeah, everybody, everybody wants a shortcut. Everybody wants a quick fix. Everybody wants to just sweep it under the rug. No, but it, it's nothing like the true work, the true grind, really getting in there. Right. In there. I be hating, I be hating, <laughs> look, dog. Real shit. I be hating that shit when I be going to Instagram. They be promoting the motherfucking ab joints. The little ab joint. They be saying you can get uh, abs about me. You can get abs about me. They just, you just shake your goddamn stomach. Shit, we know the goddamn thing. That ain't working. Your goddamn money, boy. That ain't working. That, 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 all right, you, you ain't gonna, you gonna get the best results by actually showing up. Your, yeah. Look, your best ability is your availability. Double A. Your best ability is your availability. Yeah. When you're able to be available, like people don't understand how powerful attendance is. Mm. Attendance is powerful. Yeah. When you could come, when you could come and get it done. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's a power. That's a superpower. That's a superpower that not a lot of people don't have. At least for yourself. Yeah. Because a lot of people they 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 get a t- good attendance at a job. But they won't get a good attendance on themselves. Yeah, they won't give that same attendance. They won't get they won't they won't give that same type of energy to the energy to themselves. So when you were saying earlier, like you gotta show for yourself, gotcha. that's a very powerful thing. You gotta bet on yourself a lot of times too. Because no one else is gonna bet on you. You are your first investor. Mm-hmm. You must invest in yourself. What what is the best investment? Self investment, because that's gonna give you the best return. You gotta be your first investor and your biggest fan. Biggest fan. If nobody else ain't gonna root for you. You better be doing. Nobody gonna cheer for you till you start clapping for yourself. And this is when you start using presence. When you become present, when you start cheering for you and becoming present, this is when people start to become present with you. They start yeah. to say, "I wanna, I wanna be a part of that." Yeah, he's building. Exactly. He's building something. Exactly. 
he's building. I see something. I, I want to be a part of that because now they see the presence within you. They say, man, I got, I got to get with that. Yeah, they can feel it. I got to get with that. People so this, not blind. They know what success look like. Like they can, they can see it. They know what presence they see it. Like. They, can, they, they see, see it, bro. You like, your stuff, people see that. They and like most lie. people don't realize, like some people feel like they're never seen, bro. You're always seen, always. bro. You're all. Everybody is always watching. Not, just because you're knowledge doesn't mean you're not seen. Right. And yeah. Regardless right. of regardless of what that applies to, just because people see it doesn't always mean they're going to acknowledge you. But that's fine because you're doing your part anyway. <laughs> the same young lady that you like looking at your IG stories, you grind. The same young lady that you like that you haven't approached, you went on a couple of dates and shit just went flop. Maybe sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it's not them either. Sometimes y'all just don't mess. Or y'all didn't give yourself enough time to mess. Let's just, let's just say that. Cause y'all might would have been a good couple. Y'all just didn't. Y'all might have, you might have been in a different state of mind. You might have been trying to hit. You might have gave off that type of energy. Let's keep it. Cause that also could run people away too. That was just a side note. I don't think I was supposed to say that, but I, I just, I just let that shit come up. But, um, yeah, you know, uh, but yeah, that same, that same person that you know what I'm saying, that's, that's watching, you know, they, they watching you. You know what I'm saying? They watching you, watching your moves. But don't let them watching your moves make you become egotistical. Oh, damn, she's watching my IGs and I got to go harder. Go at your own pace. Because at the end of the day, that same person that's looking at you working is not doing the work for you. Yeah, you're the only, you're the only one doing the work. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, literally, it's just you. you you're you the only one that's literally putting in emotion. And if they're not playing a part of that, they need to go. 100%. If they're not helping to improve whatever lifestyle that you want, or if they're not on the same type of time you want, they don't need to be there because a lot of times we deal we deal with our we deal with people that we feel like it's in our best interest or we feel the look the key word feel like what we feel like are in our best interest but not in our best interest. We stick around those we cling on to those because my homie he helped me during these bad times but he's still trouble. He ain't even trying to get himself up. Right, doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's more so an, an emotion of. When you become present, you start to see people who they truly are, too. Absolutely. That is actually an honest truth. You're able to understand people a lot more clearly. You're able to see things for what they are. You're able to not be manipulated. You're able to see why people think the things they do. You just become a better people person overall. Because you start to look at it in a a mindset of, I take everything you say for face value. Everything I, everything you're talking about right now, I'm just going to assume that's actually you. Right. And it, it sounds harsh to say that to some people, but if someone's you, you want to be around people that's authentically them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every time you're walking in, into someone or getting a conversation with someone, your mindset is not is they fake or not. Your mindset is I'm expecting this person to be authentically them, whether it's good or bad. And if you show me that you're a bad person, I'm gonna just assume. Yeah, you ain't this though. <laughs> hey, you ain't. Yeah, people gonna reveal themselves over time. People always reveal themselves. Alright. We're gonna go with a few more questions that we're gonna wrap this up. Because I honestly gotta say, this was a, 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 a honestly amazing podcast. I think how everything was structured and how everything I really didn't really need a lot of these questions. Yeah, I, I got a lot of these like because I, I read a lot of them and, and like I said, I ain't even get to half of the stuff that we was discussing, yeah. like Honestly, I'm impressed. Like this, I, 
gotta say this. I, 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 I might be gloating about this, but this probably, I always say it like in every podcast, like this is gonna be a great podcast, but I ain't came in with no expectation. I think cause we came in, we light up that, that good old sage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? We light up that good old sage and we light some incense. And I think this whole podcast honestly became a vibe. And I think we said a lot of stuff that people really needed to hear. In the, in the yeah. And I think in the, you could feel the authenticity mm-hmm. in, in the conversation because None of the stage. Yeah, that's no, that's, that's that's one. None of the stage. I got questions written down. I mean, you can see I got like I got like endless questions like written down, but I haven't fully like went through everything. But um, I'm gonna ask you some 100 shit right now. Can the pursuit of future goals and ambitions coexist harmoniously with the practice of being present in the present moment? Can being in the future and being here coexist with one another if the whole objective is to be present? So when you're taking steps towards that that goal in the future, the action is done right now. So it's not, I wouldn't say coexisting with the future because at the end of the day, you probably won't get what you want exactly how you see it in your mind. Just because you want it, like however you see yourself getting it doesn't mean that's how it's going to play out in your life. But when you're taking the actions towards that future goal, then you're creating the future right now. So it's not coexisting because it's not, you feel me, it's not the same, but at the same time, you're preparing for that. You're building towards that, whatever it is you want. All right. This is a question that you want me to bring up before, because I actually just remembered it now. I think, I think this is the right time to say it. So to people who really got like a lot of shit going on, I was telling mm-hmm. them who got a lot of shit going on, like, I'm going to play devil advocate. Like I said, this is the devil advocate question. Mm -hmm. If I have so much going on, how the hell can I? Because I know my present moment is fucked up. Mm -hmm. Like, I have this going on. I have this going on. I have this going on. How can I be comfortable with chaos? You have to start with your environment for one. And for some people, that's I understand. It's a lot easier said than done. A lot of but. Let's be for real. A lot of the things we talked about in general have been a lot easier said than done because this is a journey. This is all a process. Just because you start meditating or you start cutting people off doesn't mean that you automatically going to achieve everything the next day. It doesn't work like that. But if you know you're around chaos, whatever chaos looks like for you, whatever a disturbance looks like for you, if you know you're around that, you have to do whatever you can to either one, get away from it or two, minimize it to the biggest number that you can think of. You have to minimize it in the maximal capacity. Because if you don't, it's going to continue to happen over and over and over again. Whatever that chaos looks like, whatever the disturbance looks like, is obviously different for different people. But I think the first step is to simply do what you can to minimize the time from it or get away from it altogether. Okay, so give me an example. What, 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 what was the time that you had to do that for yourself to get yourself in that same position? Get out of that position. Um, moving back, moving back to Virginia. Definitely moving back to Virginia. So, um, very, 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 very long story short, I was in Michigan for a while, played college basketball, um, career ending injury. And after that, like I said earlier, I'm just trying to find my steps. So I got hurt in 2019. I didn't move back until 2022, but the whole time after I got hurt, Right around COVID, right really when I started this whole personal development journey, I'm like, okay, let me just, let me just start to grow. Let me see what I can do. Cause you feel me? I'm not hooping no more. I'm not in school, dropped out of college. So it's like, all right, let me see, 
Let me see what yeah, I, I know. I know you dropped out. Well, yeah, that's, that's new. I, I ain't know. I know that. Dropped out, bro. So I start. I start reading. I start meditating. I start doing all these different things, and I'm looking around me, and it's like nobody else doing this with me. Like not in my environment, not in my physical circle. Nobody else is on this type of time. So I'm like, huh, interesting. And I'm not the type of person. I'm not just going. Force it on you. If you come to me and you want some information, yeah, we can chop it up. We can talk about it, but I'm just not going to be like, yo, I really think you need to read this book. I really think you need to. If I see you not already moving in that direction, I'm not going to force it on you. Honestly, that's just how I've been for the majority of my life. But I see all these people around me and they're just not doing the same things I'm doing. And it bothered me for a while. Honestly, I'm just like, damn, this don't even. It's you know yeah, months going on, years going by, and it's just not it just don't feel right. Like I just I'm just like, nah, That's I don't need to, I don't need to be here no more. I'm ready to move. I'm ready to go. And sure enough, um November November last year's and when I ended up moving back to Virginia it was just like, okay, enough is enough. It's time to it's time to dip. <laughs> so and that's why I say you have to either minimize the time you're around all these people. I spend so much time with myself, like hours, 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 hours out the day alone in the room, go to work, come back, go to the gym, not really talk to nobody. Like as the journey got more evolved and more just elevated, I was like, I don't even want to be in this environment no more. Like I'm better off keeping this energy to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah, that's, I mean, but like for, all right, so we're going to play double advocate again. To those who, who who are uncomfortable with isolation, how do they handle that? Because there's not everybody can't deal with isolation like you can. Well, I can because I, I, I mm-hmm. I'm cool with being by myself because I feel like being by myself is is the time where I most learn myself because those are the times where I'm taking out a notepad and I'm studying me. Right. And as a we let's let's bring this up again. You got people that know more about Cardi B than they know about themselves. <laughs> You got people out here that can name a top five rappers, but they don't know the top five core values they stand on. How does being present relate to personal growth and self-awareness? So I think it, it really touches on what we were talking about earlier about gaining the gaining the awareness of where you need to correct yourself. Gaining the awareness of what you need to know what information you don't know that you could learn. So when you're when you're present, it's gonna automatically lead to you. I'm sorry, it's automatically gonna lead to your personal growth journey because you're taking the time to know where your rights are, you're taking the time to know where your wrongs are, and you're just aware enough to say, okay, let's go this way now. Let's do this, let's do that, let's take this action, read this book, talk to this person, meditate more. And you see how you're feeling as a result. So now the, the journey is evolving. You're at a higher level. You're moving at a, at a faster pace, a, a better rate, if you want to call it that. So just being present along the journey makes it easy for you, but not even just you. It makes it easy for the people around you to communicate with you. It's easier for you to listen. It's easier for you to want to express yourself. It's easier for you to conversate. All of those things are a part of your personal growth journey as well. Personal growth isn't just reading books and writing and meditating. It's about life overall. Those things are tools to help you get there. But in the grand scheme of things, personal growth is the personal journey that you're on in life. That's that's a definitely a very uh, that's a profound answer. I ain't gonna lie to you. 
So, so imagine if I was, imagine if you were working at a job, right? You're yeah. working at a nine to five job, and the job is stretching you out, right? You got a whole bunch of stress. There are, well, I guess I don't know if this is really a question, but there are times where you can, the physical, your physical body can prevent you from being present. What I mean is you're so physically stressed that you're like, I'm just trying to hurry and get home, but you're not being present. Mm-hmm. So how can a way a person can start to correct those type of mannerisms? Because it's like, we all been through like that. Well, all right, I can give you an example. When I used to work at my job at, in the warehouse, it's probably been over a year now since I've been, been at that warehouse. They used to work the shit out of me. I'm going to be honest, they used to work the shit out of me. Yeah. And every time, every time I walked in that bitch, and I used to be working like hell. Because I was so physically drained, it kept me away from being present. Mm. It's like, it steered me away from like, what the fuck is going on now? It's like, I'm thinking about, I'm so drained, I'm so battered, I'm so beaten, how can I be present? You have to find something. It's the answer to everything. And I might, for myself personally, I got to bring it back to meditation. If I got a job that's stressing me out like that on my break, I'm meditating. I'm taking five minutes. The physical pain might not be no less, but if you just taking the time, oh, I'm in so much pain. Oh, my gosh, I'm tired. Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. When you spend your breaks like that, that's not going to help. Meditation at least gives you a chance to say, okay, at least my mind is calm. I've calmed down. I've collected, even if it's just a little bit. I feel a little bit better. Or maybe you don't. But like I said, either way, meditation always gives you a chance to feel better. If you don't meditate, you don't have a chance because you're not doing anything to correct your thought pattern. And physical pain is tough to deal with because it's not mental. You can feel it hurts. Like, ain't no, like, it hurts. <laughs> like, you can't, ain't no ducking that. Ain't, ain't no avoiding that. But it's like, okay, it hurts. But how do I deal with it? I know it hurts. Okay, now what? Am I going to sit around telling myself how bad it hurts? What does that do? Or am I going to look for ways to feel better? Am I going to attempt to feel better? Talk to somebody that will make me feel better? It's an answer for everything. And it's a solution for everything. It I, takes a little while to find it, but it's there. I swear. I, I should have I should. I know I know. we, we, we put weight past the time. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I was like, damn, when you said, when you kept saying self-expression, it makes me want to break up all the unhealthy self-expression ways that people does. But I think we just gonna say that. Yeah, we just gonna say that. Because I think now I'm starting to feel like all the energy is like, like it was good. Like not saying the whole podcast was fine, but now it's like I done gave all my energy now because I'm being because I'm present. I'm feeling that. Yeah, let's tie that in real quick because I'm I'm present. I'm feeling that. I put all the energy. I think all the authenticity. Of the whole conversation just went right into here, and I think this is what makes it a amazing yeah. podcast. And that's good. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but um, we go ahead and wrap everything up, man. Uh, let them know where they can find you. Uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram, Q Green, uh, Snapchat, Higher Frequency. But when it's frequency, it's F R E Q I N C Y. Y'all can add me on Snap, add me on IG. Appreciate you for having me, bro. Of course. Always of course. a pleasure, man. I appreciate, uh, just appreciate the words that you're giving me, all the wisdom, all that For sure, man. So, Likewise, man. You, you know, we have leaders, we have leader mentors. You're a leader, but you're also my mentor in the same mm-hmm. token. You know what I'm saying? You're around the right people. They're not only the people that mentor you, but they're also the leaders too, and they don't, and they don't like. So, yeah. I don't look at, you know, people who I, 
could co you know coexist with or talk to, I'm also learning from these people too. Mm-hmm. And so whatever knowledge that I'm speaking with these people with, knowledge is always exchange. Whether if I'm the one who's or whether we both exchanging or you just exchanging, I'm listening or I'm exchanging you listening, vice versa. It's both a learning experience. Yep. So yes, sir. Um, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Uh, for the most part, I'm going to definitely keep that. But uh, I, I was hoping that they didn't come through, and they came in through right when we were meditating. Hopefully, they didn't mess up anything or mess up anyone's guide of meditation. I, sorry about that. But however, uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. This is on all platforms. The Unlimited Podcast. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at the Unknown Podcast, Apple, Spotify, same thing. And Instagram is at the Unknown Podcast. Once again, this is a self-development podcast. This is here to improve you, to elevate your span of life. And remind you, we come on this podcast. We aren't experts. Let's just put that out there. We are not experts. All right. We are in a consistent learning process. We also self-develop in like y'all are too. We're just giving you the game of knowledge that we know and maybe the knowledge that we give y'all probably can help y'all in somewhat way or fashion. So I just want to make sure, I just want to tell you guys that, like I said, we are pros, we are experts, we are just like you. We are evolving, we are growing, we grow together. That's that's literally the whole objective is to grow together. We make these podcasts so you can grow and we can grow too. And you give us what you think about these podcasts so this platform can grow. So we learn how to give you guys more value, more wisdom, um, more knowledge for y'all to expand your minds because we want to be able to expand your mind, be able to see different perspectives and things of that nature. So, as I end every podcast, faith plus great work ethic creates vulnerable opportunity. Same, the same thing I've been saying for about two to three years now. <laughs> yeah. Faith plus great, play faith plus great work ethic creates vulnerable opportunity, and we catch you guys later. Peace.